I am Doug Keck, and this is a special EWTN bookmark. We're going to be speaking with Monsignor Slavomir Oder, postulator for St. Pope John Paul II's cause and the beatification cause of his parents, Emilia and Carol Wojtyla Sr. Great to be with you, Thank Monsignor. You. I'm sorry for the mispronunciation of your first name. I know when you were on with Father Mitch, he, he nailed it because of his Polish background, but we're doing the best we can. Here. Absolutely, it is understandable. Now, you're not on this show uh, to talk necessarily about a book, but you did actually author, co-authored a book about eight years ago entitled John Paul II, The Saint Who Conquered the Heart of the Word, right? Yes, that's true. It was the second book. The first one was published with, um, uh, in, uh, after the beatification, mm -hmm. practically, and was um, the presentation of the sainthood of John Paul II. That it was entitled "Why He Was a Saint." A mm -hmm. saint. So this book you are talking about was written as an. Uh, uh, presentation of my experience during the process of canonization. Mm -hmm. It means between beatification and canonization. And uh, it was very particular moment of the work of the postulator because uh, I have a lot of uh, rela relations with uh, people. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, uh, the process of canonization is composed of two. Uh, processes. One is beatification, and it is necessary um, to present the heroism of virtues, and absolutely it's necessary to confirm this uh, mm -hmm. work with a miracle. But for canonization, it is necessary to obtain another uh, miracle. Mm -hmm. So. Uh, and this the would most, be a miracle that would happen after the yes after that the beatification is, uh, yes uh, right. and this book was written just after the beatification in 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 the preparation of canonization mm -hmm. and in this period um, my work as a postulator is just to uh, take contact with persons because it is a the, uh, it is uh, people of God that can um, mm -hmm. praying obtain the miracle. Right. And it happened. It happened. Um, the first book treated just life and virtues of John Paul II. In the second book, it is uh, present, uh, we present with uh, Valentina Lazraki practically uh, the way of uh, perception of John Paul II mm -hmm. in the eye of, of people who uh, talk about their experience of graces that they obtained by the intercession of right. John Paul II. Now, in this book, and, and just as a general purpose, wh what was the actual miracle that, that, that was used for the canonization? Well, it was a very beautiful uh, miracle. You know, normally in the process of beatification and then canonization, uh, it, it happened that you can work over the virtues and then you must wait years uh, for the pro for the miracle. In this case, the miracle for the beatification occurred practically at the beginning of this process, mm -hmm. one month of, after the death of John Paul II. And what was healing from the Parkinson's disease uh, that obtained uh, Sister Simone Meripierre uh, in uh, in Marsilia uh, mm. in, in France, okay. but um, uh, the miracle 
uh, for the canonization uh, happened exactly in the, in the moment of the beatification. When really? the Pope, yes, it was something incredible. When the Pope Benedict pronounced the formal of beatification in Costa Rica, following by television, uh, um, uh, Floribet, Mora Diaz, a woman of Costa Rica, mm -hmm. Costa Rican woman, who had uh, the problem with the uh, aneurysmus, uh, uh, cerebral aneurysm, yes? Mm -hmm. Well, she felt be healed mm -hmm. exactly at that moment. It is incredible. So I, uh, I must say that in this process, I work uh, according to the invitation of Pope, Job, of, of Pope Benedict, mm -hmm. who at the beginning of the process said, you must work well, but very quickly. Mm -hmm. Well, it was uh, it is what was something that pushed me in this process. Why? Why did he? Why do you think he said quickly? Because uh, I, I am sure that he was convinced of the sainthood of John Paul II. Mm -hmm. You know, um, during the process, I, I went to know that uh, before the conclave who elected him as pope, mm -hmm. uh, there was an initiative of a group of cardinals uh, leading by um, uh, one of, uh, of the cardinals that uh, um, uh, promoved a petition to the successor of John Paul II to promote Im immediately mm. the process. And one of the signatories of this process, of this uh, petition, was Cardinal Ratzinger, mm -hmm. you know. So after the process, after, after the, uh, his election, uh, he was really a great um, sponsor mm -hmm. of this process. He um, gave the dispension for the waiting for five years before the beginning of the process. It is, it is, it is usual. Right. Um, of course, Pope Benedict was not able to be a witness in this process because he, is, he was a pope. Mm. So he was, uh, well, it was very hard to, to, to have, practically impossible to have his witnesses. But mm. uh, every year in the anniversary of the death of John Paul II, he used to celebrate the Holy Mass in the Piazza San Giovanni, San, San Peter. Mm. And all his homilies were really, really, um, uh, uh, beautiful mm -hmm. uh, witness, uh, witnesses of, of, of somebody who lived nearby the, the sand, you know. I know that between Father, um, Pope, Benedict, Pope John Paul II and Cardinal Ratzinger, uh, there was really a friendship. Right, a bond there. Right? Yes, they, 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 they collaborate very strictly and there were mm, and great understanding and great collaboration and the same way of uh, the same vision of the church. So it was a, mm -hmm. a fantastic team in the leading right. of the church, you know. So uh, I think that these words, uh, you must work quickly. It means it was something that he heard in his heart, uh, just as necessary to give the testimony to the truth mm -hmm. about the life of John Paul II. Now, you're from from Poland. Yes, I am. So how well or did you know John Paul II when he was alive? <laughs> when he was uh, elected as pope, I was 18. Okay. Of course, I knew him. But, uh, well, at that time, the first person who you were thinking about, talking about the Catholic Church in Poland, 
was Cardinal Alveshensky, of mm -hmm. course. Right, right. He was the... We ran a great documentary on him. Yes, yes. a great leader. And Catholic, Catholicism in Poland, it means Cardinal Alveshensky. Uh, I knew Cardinal Wojtyla because he wrote uh, a book about uh, love and responsibility. Mm -hmm. And I, I had the opportunity to, to read it. It was not very easy. Mm -hmm. but, uh, That's what I've heard. <laughs> it's very tough. <laughs> yes. So I knew him in this way. And, uh, well, it is one paradox of, in my life uh, that when he was elected pope, I was just 18, I was thinking about the, my future and my vocation, and I was thinking about the, uh, entering in the seminary. Mm. But, well, just the election made me stop in this path, you know. Uh, the enthusiasm that we were living in Poland at the day was so great that I really uh, felt fear if what I was doing was the effect of this enthusiasm or really my desire to respond to the God, call, God uh, mm -hmm. calling. Right. So I decided to enter to, uh, to university, uh, to, to study at the university. And well, but the Lord found his way to arrive to my heart and say, no, you must this be mine, this okay. is way. So um, I entered to seminary and after two years in, of my preparation in seminary in Poland, my bishop sent me to Rome to continue my studies at the at seminary uh, of Rome. Mm -hmm. And I remember this period very, uh, very nice, as a very nice, important period of my, of my life. Not only because uh, it was the, uh, something beautiful for my preparation to, preparation to my priesthood, but also because staying in Rome and the seminary, it was possible to meet Pope several times. I so I, I could meet him, I could celebrate the Mass with him. He used to come to the seminary every year and uh, he used to stay with us at the table so uh, I could uh, I, I had a speech to him when he went to seminary as a representative of seminarians so my my relations was uh, well was something very important for me but uh, at the same time I stayed uh, all the time out of the sphere of Vatican life, mm -hmm. because my, my life in Rome was uh, life in the Diocese of Rome, known in, in Vatican. I see. So I knew him, I could admire him, but at the same time uh, I had, uh, well, a healthy distance to, to, right. to this reality. Right. I was going to ask you, so from your interactions with him and then researching him, as, as the postulator, what was the most surprising thing you found in the testimonies of the people that you interviewed? Well, it is uh, what I find it very special. It is just just uh, naturality in his life. Mm. You know, maybe somebody would think about the Pope. Oh, uh, he was a visionary, he had some uh, mystical experience or, or something like this. That's true, he was a man of deep prayer and really mystic, but uh, mystic in the sense that he was living in the, in the front of God, mm -hmm. you know. Uh, Lord was always present in his life. But what was something beautiful and makes me uh, feel him very, very near to my life was 
the simplicity, simply, simplicity of his life, mm -hmm. naturality of, of his uh, everyday living. Mm -hmm. uh, for me, this process uh, led me to know John Paul II as a priest. Mm -hmm. It was something that uh, I make. It was the uh, his identity mm -hmm. was just a priesthood, mm -hmm. not to be pope or, or bishop. He was a priest, and everything was added in his life was something was added and and reaching with his his priesthood, mm -hmm. but in in his heart, he was a priest. I remember uh, during one meeting in, with Pope in the seminary, mm -hmm. uh, it was very nice because he stayed with us like a father mm -hmm. with Hans, and it was possible to talk with him also, mm -hmm. to, to, to make him a question and so on. And I remember one of my friends asked him, Holy Father, it must be so hard to be a, a vicar of Christ, no? And he said, well, it will be practically impossible to live without fear uh, if I would not celebrate every day the Holy Mass in the persona Christi as alter Christus. Mm -hmm. It means just a priest. And he lived his life just a priest. And it was something beautiful. Mm -hmm. It was the, well, the aspect of his spirituality that was for me so important because, well, I said, oh, it is possible to be a priest. Uh, it is it is possible to be a saint priest. Mm -hmm. You know, I think that it's much more simply to be a, a holy priest than holy father, right. holy pope, pope. You know, but he was able to do it just because because he was a real, really a right. priest. So, how were you selected to be the postulator for him, and was he the first? cause you had ever worked on? Well, uh, from time to time, I ask me how it was possible. Why me? Mm -hmm. You know, in, in Rome, there is a beautiful church, um, uh, San Luigi dei Francesi, uh, in the center of Rome, where it's a, a beautiful, a beautiful uh, picture. Uh, uh, the calling of uh, uh, Luca, mm -hmm. and Jesus enter in the room and ask him, "Well, follow me." And he look, "Me, me, just me." And I ask me, "Why me? Why me?" Mm -hmm. I think, well, probably because uh, I am I am Polish, and I I stayed so many years in in, in Rome, mm -hmm. but I, as I said, I was never involved in the life of Vatican. It is nothing bad to be in, uh, mm -hmm. involved in the life of Vatican, but it possibly uh, well my, my situation helped me to to have this this distance you know you say, that is right, necessary right, right. what is necessary, and uh, I had a preparation because some years ago I I worked over the process of uh, blessed Stefan Fredichowski. Uh, he is a priest of my diocese, mm -hmm. and he died a martyr in Dachau mm -hmm. during the uh, war, World War II. Wow. Um, so it was my professional preparation. Uh, I prepared this process uh, 
and it was John Paul II who proclaimed him, him blessed mm -hmm. in, in, in Torun when he went to my diocese wow. in 1999. I have never thought about uh, this process as just a uh, preparation for the mm -hmm. process of John Paul II. So I think that uh, uh, the fact of professional preparation, but at the same time, uh, my situation of life between two words, uh, two worlds, uh, Italian words, uh, words and Polish word, helped me to well to, to, to in this work. It was Cardinal Vicar, uh, Cardinal Ruini, who appointed me to mm -hmm. this process. Okay. Now, with Blessed Stefan, what's interesting with him too is it's not just that he was arrested and put in Dachau as a priest, but he actually went out of his way broke the rules and was 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 working with people or trying to treat people who were sick with typhus and it's because he did that that he, that he lost his own life right well um, it is another beautiful priest person that I met in my life. Mm -hmm. He was arrested because he was a priest. Mm -hmm. It was the main cause of, his, um, uh, of, of the arrest of, of him. And he was very involved in life and activity of scouts in Poland. Mm -hmm. So for German, he was considered a very, very uh, dangerous person. And uh, because he, he lived, he had the possibility, you know, uh, at the beginning of the war, to escape, mm -hmm. to, to move, knowing that he would be arrested, he remained in the parish, staying with parishioners. Because he said, well, I am a priest. It doesn't mean when I can work. I work here in my parish, but I, I will be priest everywhere. Yeah. And really, uh, when he was in, in the uh, uh, concentration camp, he continued to work as a priest, and he treated this reality as his parish. Right. And what, it was something beautiful. Um, he continued to, to work as priest. It, it was impossible, for example, to, um, to organize the religious life, praying and so on. Mm. But he did it. He did it. He was able, and it is something amazing in, the, in, this, con in this conditions, to organize also holy masses. He yeah. celebrated the masses. And for many of these prisoners, it was the last Holy Communion that right. he received from his hands. And uh, w when the war was uh, going to the end... Yeah, it wasn't that far from the end. Uh, no, absolutely. would have been liberated, actually, fairly soon. Yes, right? yes. He, well, in the camp um, was the epidemic of typhus. Mm -hmm. And he decided to go there just as the priest uh, with... Uh, absolution with consolation yeah, comfort the people uh, stay with them right and well he he died in this well in this in this way uh, it was because he was very very weak mm -hmm. because of the of the persecution that right. he he was subject uh, but really he uh, he would be probably would survive but he decided right. in this way but sometimes when one is trying to move with a cause that has great merit and great holiness to it, there are roadblocks put in the way, uh, you know, in a sense, that does, don't want to see this process because it'll have a positive impact on the people in the church. Yes, yes, uh, yes, of course, because, you know, the process of beatification, it is something that, uh, well, we can say uh, have the exemplar um, character. What does it mean? Uh, we all are called to sainthood, mm -hmm. and uh, as John Paul II repeated, and also Father, uh, Pope Francis repeat, 
and repeats uh, very often. Uh, there is a lot of a lot of sainthood spared in the world, right. but the saints who are appointed by the church as an example has uh, two uh, have two uh, um, roles, yes, goals, yes. Mm -hmm. One, be an intercessor, and the second, be uh, an example right. of, of light. Right. Of light. So not every every man who um, maybe swears to be mm -hmm. saint or better who right. is saint because what we do in the, here on the earth it is not that we constitute sainthood or saint we just uh, prove that somebody right. was sa saint right now obviously I'm, I'm assuming to some degree because of the success and the work you did on Pope John Paul, St. John Paul II, that you're now involved with the cause related to his parents. How did that come about? <laughs> well, the process was promoted by, uh, especially by Cardinal Adjivish. I think that he feel it just and a part of heritage that he received from the Pope, from John Paul II. Uh, you know, the Pope, uh, was very discreet and delicate in this matter. But we know that he uh, appreciated his parents very much, especially mm -hmm. his, his father. Uh, so um, during the life of John Paul II, absolutely it was Im impossible to promote this, this process. It would be uh, mm -hmm. something very strange. But uh, the way of uh, life of John Paul II, and uh, the way in which he expressed about his parents probably led Cardinal Lajivich to mm -hmm. understand the beautiful uh, life of this of this of this uh, uh, spouses. Mm -hmm. uh, <clears throat> so after the death of, pope, of the Pope, uh, he invited me probably because I just know the life of John Paul II, right, right. and I'm uh, inside the life of the family of Wojtyla. Mm -hmm. He asked me to, to lead also this process as the post later. Right. And I, I am very grateful for, because it is something really beautiful. You know, I could uh, just touch uh, with my hand, I can't touch much with my hand, the truth that was uh, expressed by the Pope during the mess of the canonization of uh, Queen Kinga in Poland in 1999, when he was talking about the sainthood in family, mm -hmm. he said that the saints does, uh, do not pass, uh, they remain with us, and they, uh, uh, they uh, live, they live from the sainthood, mm -hmm. from the sainthood of other persons, and they uh, thirst for sainthood. And I think, well, the example of the family of uh, Wojtyla, it is just the illustration of this verse. They are still alive in the memory of many persons. Mm -hmm. And uh, this family was something that was the nutrition, mm -hmm. spiritual nutrition, and the earth in which the sainthood of John Paul II right. was grow up. And I think that, well, the example of the Holy Family, uh, all Holy Family, can be an example that uh, just confirms that saints uh, throw for sainthood, you know. Right. Uh, now knowing the parents of John Paul II a little better, mm -hmm. 
uh, because we are uh, still at the beginning of the process, at, at the beginning. Mm -hmm. Well, we are collecting uh, the witnesses of this process, in, in this process, but, but entering in their life. Right. Uh, I can see that not only parents of John Paul II uh, live, uh, lived their life in a very saint way, but, but the, there is a brother of uh, John Edmund, Paul II, Edmund. Edmund right. It is a really beautiful uh, young man and young Christian mm -hmm. who gave his life f to, as a young doctor, assisting a person who was ill of the um, scarlet fever. Uh -huh. And at the time, it was practically incurable uh, disease. Right. So he, he stayed with the person and offered his life carrying this person. So right. I think that also Edmund is a person that will have uh, his uh, uh, his future right. in this process of the vacation. I'm deeply convinced about it. Just before we go, I'm just wondering and listening to you talk about John Paul II and his experience and, 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 and what came out of his family and that idea. Do you, do you have a sense with the importance of the family to, to, a, to a Christian life, a Catholic life, and the reason why the family seems to be under so much attack today? Yes, absolutely. I think that it is very important for the church just to, <clears throat> to present a, a family, mm -hmm. like a, a path for the church and, uh, and uh, an environment in which the sainthood can be uh, matured and, uh, and, 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 and can be lived. Uh, you know, I, I think that today the, the culture or so-called culture right. uh, try, <laughs> yes, yes, hmm. try to convince us that the traditional values are not worth. Hmm. Uh, and family, it is the place when, where men uh, can exper experiment his uh, value, it's uh, his uh, dignity, then men uh, make the experience of uh, faith, mm -hmm. meet Jesus, right. uh, to learn uh, the sacrifice and so on. Every all this, all this uh, traditional values that men uh, can live and make men great, really great and uh, precious in the eyes of God. So I think that the family is just under attack, attack, and the response of the church should be just indicate the family as a place of sainthood. Right. Well, we have uh, Pope St. John Paul the Great, the second, the great, thanks to, Thank in some much. ways, your fine work, and we, and we expect the same, obviously, with his family, Monsignor Slomomir Oder, postulator for St. Pope John Paul II's cause and the beatification cause of his parents, Amelia and Carol Wojtyła Sr. This has been a special edition of Bookmark. I'm Doug Keck. Thank you for joining us.